This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 168 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, Battle of the Hosts. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. That's me. <laughs> Equestrian Collections offers the whole universe of shopping at your fingertips. Shop online at equestriancollections.com. Plus, Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek and you'd think I know how to do this by now <laughs> Never And this is Helena B And we have some special guests with us today You are listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well let's introduce our guests right off the line here Because they're with us for the whole show At least most of the show We have Wendy, Dr. Wendy Ying Who is the co-host of the Driving Radio Show Hi Wendy Hi Glenn and Helena, how are you? Good Doing great And she's sitting right across from Helena Because she comes over here to the studio to record Because she doesn't live too far so she's within striking distance? That's mm-hmm. correct. Or her hitting me is usually the way it goes. <laughs> and then we have the number one producer in the whole world, Coach Jen, on the line. Woohoo! Yep, I'm here. Woohoo! And what, why everybody is here is because we're just going to have some fun today. We have some interesting questions we want to get answers to from our listeners. And then we want to t- we, we're going to do a trivia contest today called Battle of the Hosts, where Jennifer asks the three of us, all of us hosts, questions, and we see how stupid we are. Are they going to be hard pony club questions? <laughs> I don't know. She can ask them hard oh. questions, too. You're I really stink at trivia, so no worries. Po- you should know they won't stuff. let me in pony club. I'm totally unsafe. And- <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> She is unsafe. She wears her bare feet around the horses in the barn. Well, all right. It only takes one. Have you ever been stepped on, Wendy? I keep telling her it's an Asian thing because she doesn't like to wear shoes. Well, you know, I get She can flow from the ground through me so I can be a better healer. That is, see, snap. (laughs) Exactly. to the end. I was, in fact, snapping. (laughs) Right there. Right there. I don't think the pony club uh, still approves no, of your chi flowing through your that. feet. That's no wait. There's a there's a, a product idea, Wendy. Shoes, barn shoes that have some kind of holes in the bottom, so it doesn't. Ooh, that's good. Right. Oh, that's right. Great when you're cleaning stalls. So the muck and manure. So you can right step on the nails. The bottom yeah. of the holes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, you know what? What? There. You guys can just go. Wendy and I'll do the show together. But Aria does make flip flops. They do. Yes, they do. I didn't really? Yeah. They make everything these days. They do. Well, let's get on with the show here. We're going to, as I said, we're going to have just, it's going to be a fun, silly show today, and we're just looking forward to relaxing a little bit. But we do have a listener question. We're going to replace my tech pick of the week now because we have Coach Jen with us all the time, and she's so good at uh, answering training questions and talking about training. And that's an aspect 
that, Helena, you and I have not spent much time on in the last three years on this show, and we want to start incorporating that in every episode. So we have a listener question, and, and we would love for you to send in questions to us, too. You can send them to Helena at horseradionetwork.com or Glenn at horseradionetwork.com. But the question is from Mike in Australia, and he asks, and Wendy, you can chime in on this one, too. He asks, how do you teach a horse to halt when he or she walks through the woe? So, Jennifer? Oh, I'm up. <laughs> well, um, since he's saying the word woe, I'm guessing this particular person uses his voice aid as part of his overall aids. So I'm guessing his horse has no idea what the word woe really means. So I'm going to take the simple way out and get off your horse and teach him what the word woe means first. Don't expect him to woe using the word woe if he doesn't know what it means before you even get on his back. Um, So that's where I would start. And how will you do that? Okay, I'm off the horse. Now what do I do? Oh, I thought this was only an hour show. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, sit down, grab a cup of coffee and get busy. We're listening. Well, um... You have to use other aids that the horse does understand first. So if your horse understands that when you pull on the halter, he, su- he should stop, you have to pull on the halter and use the word woe, and you keep reinforcing that till you no longer have to pull on the halter. If ste- turning your body and stepping towards him makes him halt, then you have to incorporate the word woe with that. If he doesn't know anything at all, it's a whole new show. Just this circum- problem too, I assume, with driving horses, Wendy. Yeah. And how do you work, especially with you driving horses? You put on a great big bit not- and yank really hard on the reins when you say "whoa." <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, but I, well, no. You know what's scary is that, that. that's a lot of people's answer to this question. That is, is a lot of people. Yeah, you did have to pick. You did have a pick. Have to pick a question that, you know, you could fill an encyclopedia with that answer. Yeah. But you know what? I actually, if people do that with their horses, then they have to call me for acupuncture, chiropractic later because it's really hard on their body to when, halt like that. When they do the uh, big bit. Yeah, because you can just imagine that's like telling something to like smash their head into a brick wall. But all right. the force still comes forward. So it's hard on their mouth. It's hard on their back. So I do what Jennifer's saying is I teach them the woe from the ground first when they're little. And even if I have one that doesn't know the woe, I would get off. And I actually use a lot of food. And I do, uh, I don't use a clicker, but I use the word as like my bridge instead of the clicker, like mm-hmm. the Shauna does. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I really like to train with food because, um, you know, when you're eating, that's your parasympathetic nervous system, which is like sleeping and, you know, you, uh, your calmness, whereas your sympathetic nervous system is your adrenaline rush, your fight or flight. And those two cannot work at the same time. So I think it's easier to teach that. And then you're also teaching them that when you say ho, they're going to get a cookie. It kind of tricks their parasympathetic nervous system to work, like Pavlov's dog, the drooling. Mm. And then they're relaxed, so when they halt, they're ready to just stand around. Because with especially with driving, I mean, we stand around in the carriage a lot. Yeah, mm. well, you have to. Well, has to be a necessity in driving. And I had my hackney pony wasn't so good at that. Yeah. The whole standing around thing. He, All right. So here's here's a question from <clears throat> then. The, let's narrow it down a little bit. Let's say you have a horse who um, 
understands well, you know, or let's say you have a horse who's already been trained. You, you buy this horse, but one of your problems is, uh, let's say you're preparing for a training level dressage test and you have to halt square at some point in your test. Um, but you have a horse who understands half halts, understands woe, but walks through that halt. And, you know, like I said, like Wendy said, a lot of people will just increase the pressure on their mouth or my horse doesn't respect the bit. Let me go to something harsher. What do we do? Uh, what's an alternative to the harsher bit or the harder pull? Who gets to go first? You go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. Okay, I go first. Okay. Um, we're going to go into the assumption that uh, Trigger has issues trotting down the center line and halting at X during his dressage tests for the purposes of simplicity. Um, one of the things that I would do is practice that halt other places in the arena. And if he runs through versus bulking, when you practice your test or anytime you trot down the center line to practice a halt so you can see whether or not you're getting it square and straight, don't halt at X. Halt three strides before X and then halt again at X. Because a lot of people will go down the center line and they'll do the halt early during practice to get the horse to start thinking about changing his balance before he gets to X. Because usually it's just because the horse isn't rebalancing the way you think he is. You're just not feeling it because you're busy being nervous staring the judge in the eye. Um, get the horse thinking about it ahead of time, but don't do it once. Halt two, three, four, as many times as you feel like it takes to get the horse tuned in and thinking about your aids. Because then when you ride your test at the show, what that's going to translate to is he's going to feel your half-halt aid. Half-halt aid is called a half-halt aid because it's very closely related to a halt aid. It's just a half a one. He's going to tune into that and go, oh, is she saying halt or is she saying half-halt? And you're going to retrain the horse's attention span a little bit. And it's also going to help retrain you because you're probably anticipating him running through the halt. And instead of giving the appropriate aid, you have gotten your aids unbalanced yourself. So not only is your horse unbalanced when it's time to halt at X, so are you. You've both retrained yourself with the incorrect pre-balancing process there. So you're both fouled up and that will help but retrain both of you. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, I agree with that, 100%. The only other thing I would add is that um, sometimes, like in the carriage, since you, like with r- ridden dressage, you have your body and you can give them a lot of signals. But in the carriage, one of our movements is like extended. It's your last movement. is extended trot down to G. So it's 90 meters of extended trot on a straight line. Yahoo! Yeah, so so I used to like really water ski down there, um, and then I started taking dressage lessons, and um, they had me bend a little bit. So even though the body's straight, I would like break them at the pole a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would choose like a direction so that I didn't just hang on them with both reins, which that's something. Um, I think sometimes when you're in the dressage test, you get nervous and you just sit there and you like right, left, start, stop. Like that's all your brain can think. So if you can think of uh, like what Jennifer's saying with the half halls, preparing is huge. But sometimes you just have to like bend them a little bit so that they're not like this battering ram going down straight down the line. 
So some sort of physical flex, some sort of physical flexibility slash cue that breaks them out of that rigidness of whatever movement they were right. in previously. Like instead of letting them just lean on the bit with their yep. straight spine, if you like, I always bend a little bit left. I don't know why. I just that's that's how I do it, and it's probably a physical thing of my body. But I bend them like between their head and their first cervical vertebrae. Hopefully, okay. that's what I'm trying to do. A little bit. So the judge can't really see that I'm Do you have that crooked. marked in magic marker on their back I have so you make sure you're X doing it right? <laughs> I that's pretty good. Piece of sticker that's why she has that gray horse in the front. <laughs> but that's what I'm imagining. I'm imagining they're bending a little bit so they can't just haul off with me. Okay, so we have, I, and I, I think that that's a really, I'd like to try that, although not in a carriage, I'm still afraid I'll get there someday. <laughs> but um, the, the, so we have essentially two answers to what's really a broad question is right. if we, if your horse doesn't know woe at all, you're going to reinforce the verbal woe with physical woe. And you're saying if they know nothing at all, it's start on the ground with maybe a little halter pressure and some kind of reward, clicker food, um, some kind of positive reward. And then if you're mounted, <laughs> start with yourself, <laughs> really, right? Yeah. And, and repetition away from that stress point, which is that halt at X. is uh, Some kind of physical cue, a half halt, or something that works like a half halt. And then, now here's where I lost you a little bit. And we can really go on and on about this. But and so after you give that physical cue, you're, you're saying, let's start, let's try the halt away from where we have to perform it. So we're, we're both more relaxed. And because we're both more relaxed, we're both more balanced. And therefore, the halt halt is going to come a little bit easier. Did I well, understand it's, that right? It's actually not just relaxed. It's actually a lot more than that. If, you're, if you and your horse are both anticipating running through the halt at X your body position, therefore your balance, as well as your horses, are not where you think they are. It's a case of um, unconscious competence. You know how to halt properly, and so does your horse. Right. You know how to halt properly, and so does your horse, without physically saying to yourself, seat bones here, hands there, legs there. So you think it's a little bit of performance anxiety? Make yourself more conscious of where your body is at, because you're telling the horse to halt somewhere that's unfamiliar. Oh, okay then. So there's an exercise for everybody to go home and try. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's terrific. Well, Mike, we hope that helped. And thank you so much for listening from Australia. Now, the number two country in the number of listeners is Australia. Uh, has uh, taken over the spot from Canada on all of the shows. So uh, we're happy to hear that, too. Come on, Canadians, catch up. Well, winter's coming. Oh, that's They'll true. be inside. <laughs> that's, that's true. Canadians will pick up. Then. Yeah, it'll pick up. Now it's summer in Australia. They'll probably flip-flop back and forth. All right, let's take a break for our first sponsor here, Equestrian Collections, and then we're going to come back and play Battle of the Hosts, which I'm fully expecting to lose. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Any given day, they have over $100 million of products for you to choose from. They know that riding and taking care of your horse takes up lots of your time, so Equestrian Collections is open for you 24-7. And their advanced technology allows you to find exactly what you need on the website and to check out in a little under seven minutes. 
This week, I wanted to encourage you to check out their tent sale and closeout sections. They have 42 pages of closeout and discounted merchandise for you at unbelievable savings. From riding shirts to bits to stirrups to helmets, and the list goes on and on. And the prices I see here just cannot be beat. Visit EquestrianCollections.com today. All right, we're back. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. You're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. I am Glenn the Geek, as usual. And, of course, Helena B. is here. But we have two special host guests. We have Jennifer from the Horse Tip Daily Show, hosts on over there. And then also Dr. Wendy Ying from the Driving Radio Show. So Jennifer has challenged us to a trivia contest between the hosts to see who is the smarter host. So we're going to find out here. You notice we didn't invite Chris because she would just win. I don't think trivia t- is a level of your smartness. Oh, you don't? I, no, I think it's a level of like of the amount. How much time useless, you have to waste? Yeah, useless <laughs> information that you can cram. Oh, that makes me feel better when I lose. You, I won't, no, you then, might uh, win. I won't feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. You don't feel dumb. <laughs> She's reinforcing me here. <laughs> Helena would just beat me down, and Wendy's picking me back up. <laughs> I don't know. When it comes to matters of the mind, I, I, I don't want to really – I better keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jennifer, how are we playing? How we're going we're gonna to do this. I think they call it round robin style. Everybody's going to take a, a turn, and we're going to keep score. Okay, and if oh. we get it wrong, does the next person in line get to guess it? Um, sure. Okay. And okay, I, so score. I have my score pad right here. I have Jamie, Glenn, and Wendy on my piece of You're paper. You're keeping score? Yeah. But... Why would you have Jamie? See, he loses already. <laughs> uh, minus one. <laughs> oh, Glenn, 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 Glenn. I Somebody I, feed him, please. I didn't eat lunch yet. Yeah, no that's candy. sugar. Have some candy. It was a tough morning show this morning. So it's All right. We're okay, ready. So Who goes first? I'm going to get now? you a feed bag for Christmas. Well, I think Helena should go first. She's the oldest in terms of hosts. I mean, as far as time, not age. Just, you know what? Quit while you're ahead, man. You, you just really... That's both feet in your mouth today. Okay. So Helena's going to go first. And when Helena gets the answer right, she's going to hear this. Okay. And when Helena gets the answer wrong, she's going to hear this. Could you hear the buzzer? No. no. What is that, like operation type buzzer? Yeah, let me try this one. Can't no. Hear. Oh, hang on a second. Let me get the buzzle, buzzer right first. Just go burp. I like buzzle. That's a nice word. Buzzle. Buzzle? What could that, what could that be a sniglet for? A buzzer you can't hear? It's like a puzzle. Buzzle. Oh, yes, there we go. Okay. That was painful and obnoxious. <laughs> okay. That'll work. Um, are you getting? Is anybody getting feedback? Because I have, I don't have heads, headphones on. I have a speaker going. No, we're doing. No, good. we're good. We're good. Yeah. Okay, because I'm sure you would have told me about it. Yeah. So Helena is first. Okay. Helena's trivia question is, um, well, I have to pick out hard ones for everybody, or should I just go? Oh, I should be fair and just go up the list. Just go up the list. Okay, Helena. Mm. What two gates are standard bred horses raced at? <gasps> oh, I know, the trot and the pace. Ah, oh, too easy. Oh, not Yay. too easy. You, you She's get That's hard. negative reinforcement. Wait a minute. You want to talk about confusing horses? You just confused me. I got a bell and a nah. <laughs> no, I didn't do the nah. I only did the too easy. Well, okay. You got it right, but. You got it so right. Helena gets it right. Helena's one. Helena's leading. Okay, Wendy should be next. Wendy is next. Nervous. Wendy gets, oh, Wendy. 
Okay. <laughs> this is on two separate pages, so I have to oh turn a page. Um, yeah. Oh, there it is. I get page two. Which airs above the ground movement does a horse keep at least two feet on the ground? This is going to be a multiple choice. Oh, Lavad, Corbett, or Capriole? Lavad. Oh, yeah. okay. The driver knew that because horses that are driving aren't supposed to be doing airs above the ground. <laughs> Good point. Because Alfie can do the Lavad. <laughs> That's fun. But what we didn't tell about Wendy is a little known secret is she also uh, has done a lot of dressage. No, Rid- I haven't. No? I haven't done a lot of dressage. You did ridden dressage. I'm said. a I'm a baby dressage rider. Oh, baby dressage. But she, but she does a lot of lavades. I do. Yes. A lot of- but lavade is is lavade considered dressage? No, it's rearing. It's rearing. Yeah, I mean, I isn't that, that like Spanish riding in the dressage arena and in the carriage? <laughs> we actually were on the carriage in a parade when we saw her yeah. horse do that. Yeah, <laughs> single pair, multiple. Yeah, we had three horses, and the one didn't want to cooperate and spent a lot of the time on two feet straight yeah, up in the lavade. Yeah, <laughs> that's high school, Glenn. I have him highly trained. It's <laughs> <That's> high school. <laughs> All right, uh, evened up. We're evened up. Okay. Oh boy, I'm going up the list. I got to be fair. And uh, Glenn, what breed of horse was featured in a Disney movie set in pre-Revolutionary War Vermont? They have a building at the horse park. Int. Oh, sure, he gets a clue. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's that. not helping. Um, so they have a building at the horse park. What? Disney movie, Vermont, Revolutionary War time period. Well, Can we give him a. Does it, does it, is this a popular driving breed? I was going to say it's probably. They, they had a lot of Morgans back then, and then the Morgan thing's over at the horse park. Final answer? Going with Morgan. Yay! Oh, good for you. I'm kind of proud of you, Glenn. Bonus worth zero points. What was the name of the um, foundation sire of the Morgan breed? Anybody? Oh, I used to. Uh, I should know this. We've done shows uh, on it. I can't remember. <laughs> it's know not this. John Henry, but it's something like that. Justin. Tr- no. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's the Justin. first name of the person. Oh, right. Oh, the name. We, we of did the... a show on this. I know. No. <laughs> I know. I, can the, I the Google it? The person who owned him Blackie. was Justin Morgan, and the horse's name was? Uh, uh, Blackie. Uh, um, Shapely. Curvaceous. Uh, couldn't tell you. Oh. Hot to trot? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Kardashian? No. Yeah, Kim Kardashian? <laughs> His, the horse's name was Figure. Figure. Oh, oh, yeah. Wouldn't, still wouldn't know that. I you got part that. of it, though. I think I'm going to give Helena half. You get points for that. The, yeah, the, yeah. I thought it was Justin Morgan was the name of the horse. She had the name there, so. No, that's the guy who they're sort of, they're their godfather. on that, too, Helena. What time is I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Did I even have breakfast? <laughs> but I knew trot or pace. The Morgan Association <laughs> is going to be so proud of us remembering that. <laughs> All right, who are we on? We're on Helena next. Yes. <clears throat> okay, Helena. Name the Greek historian and soldier who advocated sympathetic horsemanship. Oh, z- z- Xenophon. Yay! Yes. Wow, Helena. 
Yeah, no kidding. I had my Wheaties this <laughs> I morning. Was say, yeah, that or she's had a martini. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Too early All right, for eggnog, uh, so. That would help a martini. <laughs> Why don't we have martinis when we do the driving show? We, we need should. champagne or something. Yeah, is there like a morning martini? They have like, um, you know how you can have like Isn't a bloody, a bloody Mary, a morning martini? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could have mimosas. That's, that's a morning. Oh, right, right, right. There's mimosas. There's you know, martini. the driving radio show we really should drink because they drink a lot when they drive. We do. It's yeah. required. It's required. Yeah. They drink a lot when they drive? Yeah, mm-hmm. the drinking is a big part of driving. <laughs> it's closely related to fox hunting. Yeah, uh, exactly. no. I'm all over it. Okay. <laughs> all right, Wendy's up. And the less the you feel when you hit the ground, that's Alina the whole is now idea. leading two and a half to both of us have one. Okay. Um, we have uh, Wendy next. Wendy, yeah. name three definitions of the word cast as it relates to horses and horseback riding. Oh, okay. Cast, like on your leg when you break it. <laughs> that cast. relates to riding. What? That relates to riding. Yeah. 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 Cast like when you're stuck against the wall, you know, like upside yep, down. Yep, yep. We've had a, we had a percher on cast one time. That was fun. It took four of us to get them turned over. Uh, oh, and cast the hounds. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wendy also just got back from fox hunting a couple weeks I know, ago. Good thing I did. <laughs> did you stay on? Yeah, I remember yeah. I was riding Teddy, the, the Wonder Hunter. The Wonder Hunter? Oh, I like that. Teddy, the Wonder Hunter, is a block frickin' wide. Oh, <laughs> he's great. You can't fall off. And if you start to lean on one side or the other, he goes underneath you and catches you. Oh, well, that's good. I know. He's the best <laughs> horse in the whole world. All right. Who's next? Oh, Glenn's next. Two. Yep. Oh, Glenn might get this one. You can do oh. it, Glenn. Riders usually mount from the horse's left side. Why? Oh. Um, you know this. Because the wife was on the right. <laughs> you're getting there. Oh, I'm close? Yeah, you're getting there. I don't mount from the left side. Ch- um, channel, your, channel your inner because knight. on side saddles, you had to. Nope, one more try. Um, is this some, this um, is some pony club thing. Um, no. Because <laughs> the king said so. So, Jen, this is with your clues, okay? <laughs> You're giving spousal and, clues, and too. Anybody else have a guess? Because their swords go in their sheaths to the... Oh, that is right, because oh, the sword's always that. on the, the right. The, right, no, the sword's the sword on the right. the sword is on the left, so... No, the sword is on the left. Right. And when you get on a horse, if you've got a sword hanging on your left side... Which side of the horse do you think you need top. to get on? Yeah, you're right. Oh. It doesn't flap over the top. I should have known this because I, I wore a sword as a king for 10 years <laughs> in my acting company. I should have known that. No <laughs> wonder Jennifer thought I might get it. I, I should get a minus one for that one. Oh. I'm the only one You should get a minus two because you lost it with clues, too. <laughs> <laughs> the All right. Uh, we're done with round one, and we have Helena at two and a half, Wendy at two, and me trailing with my sword at one. <laughs> All right, we're back up to the top again. Helena. Okay. Um, True or false? A horse's teeth occupy more space in its head than his brain. Glad you got a 50-50 shot out of here, honey. The dentist, this one, she's a a dentist. I think that's a... a... (laughs) 
Don't give her a hint. I'm not. I'm not. Horses' teeth occupy more space in his head than his brain. Well, they do have pea brain. Think of pie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, this is me. I'm going to overanalyze this before I give my answer. You see, in a linear fashion, if you're measuring linear inches, the teeth, make up take up a lot of space in the jaw and the mouth and all that but the brain and its convolutions you know you just think too darn much exactly i told you i was going to overanalyze this um in fact and i was just reading in cherry hill's book how to think like a horse uh a br- the horse's brain or the horse's like um Maybe it wasn't Cherry Hill or maybe it was Cherry Hill okay i'm overthinking i'm going to say that is um True. Yay! <laughs> For the context of the question, yes, I think they were thinking of it. I, I, I know, Wendy, you were thinking of it from an anatomical point of view, and cubic inches. I'm sure brain is higher than teeth. Yeah, I was yes. thinking volume. If you think the volume, and also, you know what I don't like about that question? It doesn't tell you like, you know, is the horse's head? Does it involve the mandible too? Are you counting both sets of teeth or? <laughs> Overthinking right. it. See, overthinking it. But this okay. is where you have to, this is where you back up and you say, anybody who asks yeah. a question like that has got to be thinking a lot shallower than we do. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they think it's funny. How that they're the answer to that little. question? Exactly. They think it's funny. So, you know, you just have to go, well, what would the morons want to hear? <laughs> Sorry. As a horse husband, that's I would have definitely see, answered that teeth are bigger than their brains. Yeah. As a horse husband, that would have been yeah. my answer. Yes. Okay. All right. Wendy's up. Mm. Wendy's up. Um, let's see here. Wendy, yeah. who is the current chef to keep of the American show jumping team, which just, by the way, won know the- this. He's, <laughs> he's right over four miles from our house right now at the Altec National Horse Show. No hints. I have, I, okay, I'm just going to guess. Is it the George? Oh, yes. What's his last name? Morris. There you go. Yeah. He doesn't have to have a last name. He's like George. Cher. <laughs> George, he's like Cher. Yeah. Glenn. He has obtained one name status. Yeah. And this is funny. Where does he live? In Pennsylvania or Kentucky? New Jersey, I think. New Jersey, that's right. Yeah. We were just over at the uh, horse park yesterday, Wendy and I, I checking out the All Tech National Horse Show and getting ready for that. So. <clears throat> uh, all right, it's me next. Glenn's up. Okay, Glenn. Which of the following, following would you not expect to see at the National Horse Show this year? A gig, a gag, or a gog? A gig. Yay! Because I know how to know that's a carriage. That was actually an easy question for a for a carriage driver. I think a gig is carriage thing. But Glenn, yes, remember the decorations at the ring of the horse park? There were. Uh, was there a gig there? No, there wasn't a gig. <laughs> They have the ring of the National Horse Show decorated with carriages, so you could have been wrong in that one, Jennifer. Well, what I thought was interesting about this one is there used to be driving classes at the National Horse Show, but they don't have them anymore. Um, they've really shrunk down the National Horse Show compared to what it was 100 years ago. So maybe someday in the future when it goes like gangbusters here at the Alltech Arena, they will have driving classes. I oh, think that'd that be the so National much fun. Horse Show was more like the Canadians do that just starts this weekend, I think. Isn't there a winter festival coming mm-hmm. up? The Royal Winter Fair. The Royal Winter Fair, and that has everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's how it used to be Yeah, yeah. a long time ago. Well, Where is look- the Royal Winter Fair held? Oh, Toronto. 
Yeah, boy, it's too bad you're not close enough because I'd love to go to that sometime. Three and a half for Helena, three for Wendy, and two for me. Still trailing with right. my sword. All right, you ready? <laughs> you, I'll show you my sword sometime. All right. Oh, Helena is next. Um, Helena. Nice. Yes, ma'am. What successful rodeo competitor is also an owner or perhaps co-owner of a Kentucky Derby winner? Oh, wow. I have no idea. Hmm. Is he a competitor, he said? Rodeo competitor? He's a successful Kentucky Derby winner and rodeo competitor. Um, hint, he was on Western Radio Show episode number three. Don't tell her that. She's looking it up right now. No Googling. Then I'm not allowed to answer because I know I do not know the answer to this. Oh, wait a minute. He was on the Western Radio Show episode three. Mm-hmm. Type, type, type. type. <laughs> I, I don't I can't I can't answer this question without cheating. I have to tell the truth. <laughs> so I pass. Anybody else want to take a guess? I don't know any rodeo. I listen to all the Western radio shows and I don't remember. Was it the guy from Texas? He does not live. His farm is in Kentucky that has thoroughbreds, but he lives in in Texas. You know, what's bad is I think I interviewed him too on a show. (laughs) I can't remember his name. Is it Guy Allen? No. No, Bill Kasner. Bill Kasner. In Star Farm. Right. By the way, he does not own a farm here anymore. He sold Well, he doesn't. He's, he's, so, he's, he's no longer a partner oh, in Windstar Farm. He was Windstar Farm. He was Windstar Farm. Yep. And I should have known that because I have interviewed him in the okay. past. Oh, well. Bad, Glenn. So Glenn doesn't get that point. Um, no, that was Helena. No, that was mine. Helena I don't get the point. point. Okay, who's up next? Wendy. You can catch up, uh, Wendy. Now I'm this is your chance. Anxious. You can take the lead. <laughs> Wendy. What famous racehorse has his skeleton and hide displayed in a museum in Australia? Farlap. That's because she listens to the morning show. We've know, been talking about it. I do listen to the morning show. I heard that. But also, I uh, love that movie, Farlap. Oh, did you? But it was like Black Beauty. I only watched it once, and I'm never going to watch it again. you cry drive balls out? Yeah. yeah. And I think that is the best name of any horse ever. I know, Farlap. me too. Yes. Did you ever see it's... the movie, Helena? No, I haven't, but it's P-H-A-R, right? Yep, Farlap? That's correct. Yeah, yep. I think yep. that's the best name ever. And he's stuffed and on display in, in Australia. Mm-hmm. And his heart's somewhere else, and his bones are somewhere else, and they're oh, finally really? reuniting all of them. So his, he'll be a whole horse again. He his heart... Again. They're going to reunite... His heart's at the, some museum in Australia. That's right. Some, some national museum of Australia. Wow. Yep. All mm. right, so Wendy takes the lead with four. All right. Glenn. But that's because his heart was huge. It was like thirteen point six pounds compared no, I thought to that was I thought that was Secretariat. It was like it's like twice No, that was the, Man of War that they did that with. Well Farlap's Farlap's Far heart was six point two <laughs> kilograms. Are you listening? This is an important fact, <laughs> trivia fact. Farlap's Farlap's heart weighed six point two kilograms and a normal horse's heart weighs three point two. So that's almost double. The size of a regular horse's heart. So when you said he has a big heart, you really meant it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's for a future trivia game. Now. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. For next round. (laughs) So we've got Wendy up next. No, I'm up next. Oh, Glenn's next. Glenn. um, 
What breed of horse is sometimes referred to as a rat tail? Jack Russell. That's not. No. That's not. That's not a horse. Not, um... I'm officially embarrassed. <laughs> you... We had one at the farm for years. Again, spousal clue. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of different horses at the farms for years. <clears throat> I can honestly say I do not know this one, so you can throw it open. Okay. Anybody else want to give it a try? I am guessing Appaloosa. Really? Because they have that genetic problem where their tail doesn't grow. I thought for sure Glenn would get that one. No, I didn't know that one. Mm. I didn't know Appaloosa. Did you, know know you hear me yelling Appaloosa? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, we're no, gonna have I to be separated. Wendy <laughs> <laughs> cheats. You guys are all cheating over there. Jennifer's given like marriage clues. When, <laughs> Wendy, well, I mean, who knows? Why we, you miming it out for is a while? Is this the final round here, Jennifer? Um, one, two. Let's do one more round. No, we have one more round. Okay, one more round. So, Helena, you are up. It's now uh, Wendy five, Helena three and a half, and Glenn two. Okay, so this is the last round. All right, Helena, you are up. Um, should I pick the one that's, that's easier or the one that's genuinely... This is genuinely trivial, and nobody will know this. It's not fair. Just <coughs> whatever you think is the most fair. I don't like to cheat. Hey, let's get our phone so we can text her we, and we can help her. <laughs> okay, here's, here's one. This, this, this is trivia, but it's, 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 it's something people should know. Where are the bars located on a horse? Oh, behind, right on. Uh, <laughs> You're so surprised you knew this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I like when I get things right. They are, the, the bars are uh, a section of the gum and the jaw behind the first set of teeth on the bottom of the horse's mouth. Smooth. No teeth are in them. Yay. I would have accepted mouth. <laughs> oh. Again, overanalyzing. Helena <laughs> gets hers. Yay! Oh, I did get a little excited there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wendy's up. Wendy's up next. Oh, Wendy. Um, what was the first horse to be registered of, at the AQHA named? Doc Bar. <laughs> Doc Bar. That's probably pretty good because they all have uh, names in them. I don't know. You're close. Zippy. Zippy. Yeah, Zippo Doc Zippy Bar. Zippy Doo Doc. <laughs> Is any, anybody else no, want to give it wait, a guess? I mean, Zippo's Doc Bar. <laughs> Double Bar yeah. Doc. With, with an apostrophe. <laughs> Sam Pepio. Oh, yeah. Pe oh, that's Sam right. Pepe's Dan Doc, Doc Bar. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Do. I have no clue. It was Wimpy. Wimpy? Oh. Just yep. Wimpy? His name was Wimpy. not close to Doc Bar at all. No. You see how far we've come from our roots? We really need to go back to Wimpy, Wimpy. Like, with the days of Wimpy. What, what cartoon was Wimpy Why on? would you name a stallion Wimpy? Wimpy, Wimpy was, was on uh, Popeye. Popeye the Sailor Man had Wimpy. Yeah, he was the, the hamburger guy. guy. Hamburgers all the time. I ate the hamburger. I'm getting hungry. Now it made me hungry again. I know. Yeah. Okay, <sighs> this, is, this is a bonus point. The ranch that owned and bred Wimpy also owned and bred the 1946 Triple Crown winner. Can oh, the big one in Texas. Um, 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 um. Ranch. Um, 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 um. Triple Crown winner. Doug, I'll tell it. you, Wimpy is one nice-looking horse. 
<laughs> keep up, Alina. Allie, keep up. Oh, not Ali Dar. That's too early. What? What? Far 19, X. 1946. The horse 46. won. The horse's name was Assault. Oh. What Texas ranch bred that horse? Oh, what was the big Texas ranch? The one, the biggest ranch in the world. What the heck was the name of it? They also have a Ford truck named after them. King Ranch. Yeah, I only know it. because of the Ford truck. <laughs> After all those clues, you only get a quarter of a point. I know, because I want to. <laughs> that is it. We actually had a guest on the show who, uh, King Ranch was one of the largest ranches in the world. Huge ranch. Like, they, they said it driving, it would take you like eight hours to drive around it. Are you kidding no. me? No. And to go around the edge of it. And then uh, one of the uh, guests we had on the World Equestrian Games radio show actually lives on a little piece that was sold off of King Ranch. He's hmm. a driver. I think Mike McLennan actually oh, lives Oh, really? There. Maybe yeah, it is yep. Mike McLennan. Yep, yep that's right. I well, this is kind of here's something that'll make you feel better, Wendy. Is it if you the the on the King Ranch website? <laughs> not only all right, so Wimpy's featured at the top in terms of their quarter horses, King Ranch quarter horses. But right under Wimpy is Mr. San Pepe, and right under Mr. <laughs> San Pepe is Peppy San Badger. Oh, you were pretty close. <laughs> no, Alina was on the Peppy. I was on the dog bar. S to the N to the A to the P again. <laughs> they use the seven drawers method of naming Peppy, yeah. Wimpy, Doc. <laughs> You're obsessed with the seven dwarves. <laughs> All right. It looks like Wendy takes the win with six. Uh, Helena had four and a half, and I had two. Oh, so wow. that's but but I want to. Wendy only has ten minutes, and we'll, uh, thank you, Jennifer. By the way, that was fun. That was fun. Thank you, guys. <laughs> that was a good time. We need to do this more often. You know, on a cold winter day when we actually are drinking hot toddies. Yeah, yeah, I'll be sitting in the beach and call in. Oh, yeah, because she's going to be in Florida all winter <laughs> where it's nice and toasty you warm. You can come visit me. Uh, we are going to come visit you. you <laughs> Let's uh, do our Tack and Habit segment. I want Wendy to chime in on this quickly. So we're going to take a break for our sponsor for Tack and Habit, and that is Kentucky Performance Products. Choose Kentucky Performance Products Supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to KPP. This week, I want to speak with you about Elevate Maintenance Powder. This time of year, horses are consuming very little grass and may not be able to get enough natural vitamin E. Horses and riggers training, seniors, broodmares, and stallions often require additional levels of vitamin E to meet their needs. When you need to supplement with natural vitamin E, choose Elevate Maintenance Powder. Affordable, effective, and research-proven, Elevate Maintenance Powder's vitamin E is nature's most powerful antioxidant, protecting your horse on the cellular level. Elevate Maintenance Powder supports the strong immune system and healthy muscle function necessary for top performance. It's affordable, it's easy to feed, and you can learn more about this and all their other products at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. We're back for our Attack and Habit segment this week, and I have a product that I picked out with my wife's help, and it's a product that invites a discussion. So it's called a bit blanket, and what it is is a a bit warmer. It's this thing that you wrap around your horse's bit, and, and I guess is this particular one you actually... 
you actually plug it in and it charges and makes the little bit blanket that fits around your horse's bit warm. Now, they're not cheap. They're $45. Mm-hmm. So now the question, a couple questions come to mind with, for all three of you is, one, what, I understand that you don't necessarily want to put a frozen cold bit in your horse's mouth, but other than it being uncomfortable, does it affect anything performance-wise, and do you try and warm your bits before you put them in your horse's mouth? Wendy, first. I always do. How do you do it? I either, um, like, put it in my hands and rub it. But this bit blanket sounds good. Or, um, you know, I, I live in Florida, so. I don't have to have these frozen pieces of metal. No, but um, I always do try to warm it up because I don't know if you've ever had an ice cream headache before, but that's like super painful. So mm-hmm. I would think if I got an ice cream headache when someone put a bit in my mouth, I wouldn't want that bit to go in my mouth again. And you get an ice cream headache because when a cold ice cream or bit in this case hits your artery in your soft palate it squeezes it down it contracts from the cold and that's what gives you the headache Ah. Mm. now i i almost bought one of these at equine affair last year and i thought about it because the price you know to me anything i have to plug in is a little bit of a hassle yeah and because, you know, I, I just, it's not always easy to have, you either have to leave it plugged in all the time, which I don't think is safe, or you have to remember to plug it in. It has to become part of your tacking up routine, which, you know, might work. But, y- you know, you have to kind of say, well, how do I do things? And in all honesty, am I going to use this thing? Is it worth the $45? And for me, I decided it wasn't. Now, I'm one of the freaky people who's actually put an ice cold bit in her mouth. <laughs> Because <laughs> to see what it was like. To see what it was like. And now it's not the most sanitary experiment in the world, I admit. But one of the things that I know about Understatement metal. statement of the day, please note. Well, you know, I do clean my bits off. Your wife drilled that into my head. I always dunk my bits afterwards and I try to keep at least those clean. But um, metal is a wonderful heat conductor. So really, you know, if you think about temperature gradients, when you put um, something warm next to something cold, the warm flows into the cold. And, you know, with metal being a good heat conductor, the minute you put that bit in your mouth, it warms up so fast. Um, I don't know that there would be time for the bit to create an ice cream headache. (laughs) If it did, if there is time for it, I would definitely say buy a dozen bit warmers. But I just use my armpit. Oh, that's a good idea, too. Uh, or on my belly, like I lift my jacket up or, you know, I oh, oh, blow on it. I take a little of the pain. If my horse can wear, you know, metal in his mouth, I can take a few seconds Ooh. of cold. But it is. It's only just it's that initial contact, you know. But that's the other thing is you have that negative association with the bit in your horse's mouth. That's, you know, that's not fun. So if you want to make bridling your horse a positive experience then you want to put something warm in his mouth you know i always wondered why jennifer kept the bits stored uh when she wasn't using them in the oven now i know (laughs) did you really do that jen no No. (laughs) that's really funny that you would ask that question (laughs) (laughs) well we don't have an oven and i'd have to go get one i thought that was something like special thing i should be doing (laughs) oh that's really funny here here's here's my take um Bit warmer is a fantastic idea if if that's what you're into. This is the way I look at it. My horse is kind of an outside 24-7 kind of guy. And he lives in a part of the country 
that has winter proper. He is perfectly happy and, as a matter of fact, eager to go out and eat grass that is frozen solid and covered with three inches of snow. So, obviously, cold in his mouth does not bother him one lick. No, I don't have a bit warmer. If it's really nasty, ugly, and cold, I might stick it in my coat pocket for a little while to warm it up or stuff it in my armpit. Um, But that's as far as it goes. (laughs) So what do you have to say about that, Dr. Ying? (laughs) I don't want to stick that bit in my armpit. It's too cold. (laughs) And you know what's worse? You know what is worse than a cold bit is the, um, the astringent feeling of your tongue of deodorant on your tongue <laughs> that lasts so i think you're doing your horse a disservice by the armpit i think that under your wait you your assume it's a head. naked armpit you assume it's a naked <laughs> armpit we do wear clothes when we ride when, I, don't know, so I don't know what you guys do down there in florida in your carriages. would the horse prefer i know i think they would hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> So what, you were thinking that? <laughs> I don't think we've sold any bit blankets for the bit blanket people. Oh, I know. We're sorry. It's a great you idea. Cross them off the list of advertisers. Hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. If that's what you feel like your horse needs, go for it. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I would need one because okay. I don't want mine to have ice cream headache or get a dry tongue from deodorant. Can you ta- contact our advertising salesperson, Jennifer, and tell her not to bother calling bitblanket.com? Yes. <laughs> tell her to scratch that one off the list. I did. They have nice colors and pretty graphics, and they do, it's maybe, a lovely. It's a lovely website. Maybe if they could get like it is a very nice, a very well done website. Maybe if they could get a solar powered bit blanket. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, with those little soul. I was listening to NPR the other day, and they had this MIT guy on there who is making these tiny, tiny, tiny solar cells. Um, so that that instead of having those big solar arrays, you know, those big panels that you have to put everywhere to get solar energy, they're they're condensing. You had a picture of this five foot solar panel that, and this little tiny big blanket plugged into oh, it. Yeah. Right. Well, no. They're, so now they're, they're, they're pretty close to making these tiny, like, like the size of a, a penny. Um, so if they could make a solar powered bit blanket, maybe I'd consider it. Well, guys, this has been so much fun, but uh, we'll, we'll finish up the show without uh, Dr. Ying. She has an appointment to go on to actually do some doctoring. So, <laughs> Bye, Wendy. Bye, Bye Wendy. guys. Thank you. Thank so you. Much for you. Being it was really fun. We really appreciate it. And I'll see you out at the horse show. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye Wendy. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you, Wendy. Have Talk fun. about differing points of view. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had all three spectrums there. It was. That was what's great about it. It's like all three completely different points of view on what a bit warmer is, whether it's good or bad. That's great. We're going to have to do this more more often. This has been fun. Get a get a group of us together to just answer questions and talk about horse philosophy. You um, know what? This is probably my favorite stable scoop episode ever. You say that every week. Shut up. <laughs> No, you, uh, well, this was the whole idea behind Stable Scoop. Yeah. It was Jen and I used to sit down over coffee in the feed room on Wednesday mornings because that was when we had the chance. The horses were eating and we would have our coffee and we would talk about stuff like this. Yes, that's exactly and, right. And then we would talk and then all of a sudden it was time to throw lunch A. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but I mean, those were some of the best, most engaging Feel good conversations, and we had differing differing opinions on a lot of things. It was nice to hear different ones. 
Well, and I, you know, I, I, this has been fun. And I, I, if the audience likes this kind of thing where we get people together and we just discuss, you know, we, we conversate about various topics. Is that a word? Cut, no. It is now. It is no. now. Converse. Um, where we converse about different topics, then uh, let us know. Drop us a note on our Facebook page or send us an email. We'd like to hear your opinion on that because we could do this more often. And I think it's fun to listen to. And it also is educational, too. So we got, we got both of those elements. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do here. We have one uh, guest that needs to come on before the show ends that I didn't even tell Helena about. So let me see if I can add her into this conversation um, real quick before we finish the show up today. By the way, that is at bitblanket.com if you want to check those out and you live in, like, the Arctic Circle. It might be something to take a look at. They come in different sizes and pretty colors. We'll see if we I get want, an answer I want here. the green. Is this Jackie? I suppose it is. Oh, good, because you're on the air, and we're here with Jennifer, and we got Helena, too. And this is Jackie Baker, the first guest ever on the Stable Scoop Show, or the Horse Radio Network, for that matter. So say hello to Jackie, guys. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I'm good. Hi, Helena. Hi, Jen. Hi, Glenn. It's been a long time. Well, I'll tell you why she's here is because we have to congratulate her about something. She has news. Uh oh. I do. Tell everybody your news. True. Uh, my news is that my horse Ace has a little sister or brother on the way, <gasps> but this one only has two legs. Jackie's pregnant. <gasps> oh my gosh, hooray, hooray, hooray. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. When are you due? When is this baby coming? Um, official date right now is April 28th. Oh, my God. And how do you feel? Are you all pukey? <laughs> no, not at all. I am officially in my second trimester as of Saturday. I haven't been sick once, and I'm starting to get my energy back. Oh, the fatigue I mean, is ridiculous the first few months, um, so I was really, really tired. But other than that, I've been perfectly fine. You, you just oh. made uh, half the women that have been pregnant mad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... No, that I'm not fatigue can get you too, though. I remember wanting to sleep under my desk in the middle of the day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've, oh, I've that's had a few wonderful. afternoons like that. Uh, now, do you know what it's going to be? Have you had your the, that ultrasound yet? Or you um, gonna... No, it's too early to know. They'll do that one sometime in the middle of December. Okay. Well, congratulations. Yep. Does this mean you're not riding right now? I'm not. I stopped riding two weeks ago. Hmm. You know, Jessica Phoenix rode up to the day before she had her baby. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, the riding's not a problem. It's the falling off that can be a very significant one. Yeah, Um, that's true. So that's one of those things where you don't ask your doctor, because if you did, they'd tell you not to. So I just didn't ask. (laughs) Um, And I just kind of picked out my own time frame, Um, you know, because I was comfortable the first few weeks because it was still very, very small and very well protected. And so I just kind of took it easy and rode in the arena where it was soft and didn't ask Ace to do a whole lot because I figured he wouldn't, you know, have any major thoroughbred moments that way. So, um, So I did keep riding for a while, but it definitely made my husband a little uncomfortable and he let me do it. Um, but then when I got to the time where I said I was going to quit, there was no way he'd let me get back on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay with that. You know, the the last week I got on and rode bareback one day and just kind of walked around and had a nice little ride. And then I went home and cried because I knew I wasn't going to be riding much longer and it was sad. And then the very next time I got on, I just didn't feel good about it anymore. Um, you know, I was fine physically, but mentally it's just like, 
you know, I can't feel comfortable with this. So I've been feeling much better about it. And the good thing is I found somebody to do a partial lease on ACE. So it was absolutely wonderful. Um, And so I've got somebody to help keep them written for me over the next few months. That's great. So you can just concentrate on being a new mommy and and you don't yep. have to worry about him. That's wonderful. And yeah. you, you can muss and fuss over, over uh, Ace without getting on him. Exactly. You know, he has gained more weight than I have so far. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. He, he's enjoying his long grooming sessions and lots of cookies and not much else. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, and, and, and what? How old's uh, Gracie now, Helena? She is eight and a half. So in eight and a half oh, years, wow. you're going to have your own little kiddo who's going to be out there riding, and you're going to be so proud. Like I Helena know. Is. I know. It's oh boy, it's the best thing ever. It's it's the and you and I'll tell you this: being a horse person is a great preparation for being a parent. Yeah, it really and truly been is. That. It, it it so is. It it just it gives you the confidence to to push. You know you know how you 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 make good fences for your horses and they need those fences. It's the same thing yep. with kids. You know that combination yep. of good fences and love and common sense and and not freaking out every single time something little happens to them. Right. Kind of learn that the hard way with the horse already. So hopefully we'll, we won't end up in the emergency room over every scratch. No, you'll learn to be like, oh, fever, 104 and a half. No problem. Sweat it out, kid. <laughs> Jackie, you're going to make a terrific mommy. We know you pretty oh, well. Oh, thanks, Glenn. Yep, you're going to make a terrific mommy. You both are going to make great parents. I said that the first yeah, time I met you. So. We're very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if, now, has of course, Jackie, we had her on the very first show, the very first uh, Horse mm-hmm. Radio Network three, four years ago, because you have a blog called Regarding Horses. I assume that's taken a little bit of a backseat to the whole pregnancy thing, or does this open up a new avenue? Oh, this is definitely opening up a new avenue. Um, it's mm-hmm. been very, very hard to, to write on the blog at all for the last few months because I wasn't making the, the big announcement public yet. And that's all I wanted to write about was how horrible it was to stop riding and why I stopped riding when I did and what I was going to do with my horse while I can't ride, all those kinds of things. Um, so there, there's going to be a lot on the blog of being pregnant with horses and having an infant with horses. And so it's kind of giving me new motivation. Do you know what that means, ride. Jackie? Pony. You're going to be a mommy blogger. <gasps> well, it's you know, okay. horses are okay. kids. So kind of we fit into that category anyway. You no, know, yeah. that means it means a pony. A There's going to be yeah, a that's pony. That's what it means. <laughs> <gasps> that's true. <laughs> and you know, you have to get the pony as soon as the baby's born because, you know, you just can't wait. A mini. Go for the mini. Don't even go yeah, for the pony. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time with my husband on that one. <laughs> yeah, but the little pony fit in your backyard. Just put a little fence up. No, oh, there you go. That's true. I can take over Ben's shed. The mower doesn't need to live in there. Ben won't care. You know what? After the baby comes along, he'll be happy. That'll be the easiest part of his life. (laughs) That's That's true. true. That's That's true. true. He is very excited. He loves babies. So hopefully he won't mind babysitting while I go ride. Ben's a good guy. If he's known for years, he was going to have to do that. So he should be mentally prepared. Well, Jackie, congratulations and good luck with this. Keep, keep, uh, we'll keep in touch, and uh, of course, we'll, we'll make sure everybody hears about the big announcement when it happens. When did you say again? What month? Uh, end of April. That's end right. April. My birthday, Perfect April twenty fourth. 
He's going to be a Rolex baby. A Rolex you know, baby. Glenn, it seems like everybody I meet these days has birthdays in April. It's <laughs> a good month. Everybody. Be a Taurus. What better? <laughs> Rolex baby. Only a horse person would call it a Rolex baby. I think that's... Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. I thought of that already. <laughs> I did. I'm like, yeah, I can't go this year. Yeah, oh, I well. Guess you won't be reserving our room, will you, for Rolex this year? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Every Just year <laughs> that kid's birthday party is going to be at Rolex. Yeah, that's oh, right. there you go. That's an awesome idea. <laughs> Just that don't name him or her head of the lake, now. okay? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's yeah. <laughs> bye, Jackie. Oh, bye, guys. Best wishes. Thanks. Well, there you oh, go. Well, this is, is a fabulous. fun show. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. I'm so excited for her. Well, that's it, everybody. Of course, you can find all of our show notes today, which will consist of uh, uh, Wendy One. That'll be what the show note says. Wendy One. <laughs> Wendy One. Um, Wendy One. But thank you so much, Jennifer, for stopping by and helping us out with all the questions and everything today. We appreciate that. You're good. You're a good game show host, and we'll do this again sometime. And as always, we love your feedback. You know, we'd love to hear if you enjoyed today's show. You can send that to Helena at horseradionetwork.com. Don't send it to me because I hardly ever get to my emails, so you have a better shot with Helena. Um, I've been starting to do that on all the shows, and Wendy's going, you never give out your email address. And I said, yep, that's right. That's uh, right. That's <laughs> fine. I'll take it. I need all. I love it. I love okay. to hear from our listeners. And many thanks to our sponsors, of course, Equestrian Collections and Kentucky Performance Products. We appreciate them being part of the show. That's it. Helena? That's plenty. <laughs> Shoo! I'm pooped. We will have more next week. 